Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome. To stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We appreciate it. We are presented by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're going to get right to it today. You know I love golf. You know I love the majors. There's only one person in the media I want to speak to before, during, or after these four major golf tournaments. We had one this past weekend, the PGA, and our friend, who always makes time for us. I love him. He's been great to me and Dan. Our friend Scott Van Pelt joins us. A couple of golf fans cutting it up. How about that? Let's get the SVP. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh. Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Oh, you got good, buddy. How are you? All right, thank you. I'm gonna get you out of here super fast, my friend. Cool. Once I uh, figure out how to record myself, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old, Scott. Don't laugh at me. I'm the same boat, my guy. I know. I know. It's, it's all such a struggle. You tired or what? I left Tulsa right after we got done, and then I got to Charlotte, and I had sat in the airport for like six hours. It was just, a, I mean, just such a shit show. But I, I'm home, so I'm good. Why was it a uh, Why was it a shit show? Just Charlotte airport well, traveling. They it was. They said I wasn't going to make my connection, so they they booked. So like, I automatically got booked on a different flight. Then I made it in time to get on my connection, which would have got me home at seven o'clock. But then they wouldn't let me on the plane because they'd given my seat away. So then I had to get on at 10 o'clock, which of course didn't take off till midnight. And then instead of coming to DC, it went to Baltimore. So, you know, it was just- A shit show. But as an added bonus, I got to sit there in the airport and chat with lots of people that, that are, you know what, people are, <laughs> people are kind and they like to talk about sports. And at some point they won't want to. So, you know what I mean? Like, seriously. <laughs> That's such a great perspective that is opposite of Levitard. He will avoid those conversations at all costs. He doesn't care when they stop talking to him. In fact, he's rooting for them to stop talking to him. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I always say, man, be a mirror. If people are kind, it's not that hard to be kind back. <laughs> What's the oddest sports question ever asked of you in an airport? <laughs> um, yesterday's fun one was, hey, are you? And I'm thinking probably. And he's like, are you that? Are you? You're Rex? I'm like. I'm like, <laughs> and I, I said, I'm, I'm not. And he goes, he goes, he goes, well, no, you look just like Rex Chapman. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got, I got, I got it. Okay. Right. We're, all, we're all set. Go to the, there you go. Go to Seagate, buddy. Hope you make it. <laughs> Did you have to tell him like, Hey, I'm Scott. Like, no. Did he start asking you college basketball questions? <laughs> no, I was, I was, I think at that point my resting posture was, pissed off because i just was sitting there i can't, can't believe i this is sitting here still like i was i mean i try to be polite to everybody but that guy i don't know i don't think got the best version of me but he thought i was rex chapman anyway so what's difference with me? <laughs> you should have played with it you should have went yeah. along with it yeah i am yeah. i am, I am. <laughs> yes I am. <laughs> I am rex chapman fuck you I am. exactly <laughs> right give let's rex get, a bad name right, billy right do you have it let's go to a titty bar give me money what do you got <laughs> Uh, Scott Van Pelt is kind enough to join us. He's the guy you want to talk to before the majors, after the majors. He's the guy I always want to talk to, to be honest with you. Uh, Scott, what an odd weekend, man. It was strange from this standpoint, okay? It went from what looked like to be a forgettable major, and we've had a few of those over the years, to am I stretching it by saying an all-time classic? Because for me, that's what it turned into when you have those two guys playing in a three-hole aggregate playoff uh, for, the, for the PGA. All time, I don't know, but it's cert- it, there's no question it went from a, a day where no one could do anything to I, I, an incredible. It's framed in a way where a guy comes back from being seven shots back, and not just a guy. I mean, Justin Thomas is one of the guys, right? Yes, I mean, he's yeah. a he's a star. He's got a lot of that. You know, I love me some me bit. Like he he he. We've seen him say that in the in a, in a team event with with uh, Tiger Woods. I mean, he's got a little of that. He's got some shit to his game. You know, like you you. He's got that the fun stuff, which golf, frankly, could use as much of as as we can get. Um, and so he and this Will Zalatoris, who only plays great in majors. Um, yes. You know, he's played in eight of them. Stugatz. He's finished in the top ten five times. I mean, it's crazy. It's like big game hunter, man. Um, so you get that, but the way you got it um, with, with, you know, Mito, unfortunately may, having a moment where it just all goes wrong and God, I watched that swing on 18 and you just, he said it afterwards. He says, he said, it's like your body doesn't know what to do. And I just want people to think about that. Like I get it, you know, Twitter's not the place to go for positive, you know, reinforcement. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't care what anyone says there. But if if you're going to frame it like he choked, okay, okay, say what you like to say. 
Here's a guy who's an accomplished, talented guy who for 71 holes was the best player at Southern Hills. And in that moment, standing on that tee, his body didn't know what to do. That's what major championship golf can do to people. And keep in mind, this was his first time ever in a position like this. And, you know, he made a six and he missed the playoff. And I felt horrible for him because he deserved to be part of that three-hole playoff based on how he played. But he, he picked the worst moment for his worst moment, and he misses out, and then it clears the stage for Justin to, to get his second. And now it's wild how different we look at you, right, Stu Gods? I mean, he was in that place where it's like eh, he kind of needs to win one, right? I mean, it's been five years. He's supposed to be a guy. He kind of got to win one. Well, now he did it. He did it in the best possible way where he showed absolute stones and – and now you, you look at him different because of wh what he delivered when it was asked of him. He's got two at the age of 29. You're right about that. Um, yep. Back to uh, back to Pereira just for a second. Were you surprised when he pulled that driver on 18? Were you shocked? Not really. No. I, I, I get people saying, here's, here's where, and we do this with all sports, shoulda, woulda, right? Okay, yeah. so you, you, that hole, I wish you could understand if, you, if you're not there. It's a, it's a beast. It's, you got to hammer your drive, and then it's uphill to a green that's really tricky. So, okay, you hit three wood, and then now you got 225 in, and now you end up in a bunker because it's you know, uphill, and you leave your approach short. Now you make bogey, and everyone goes, well, you should have hit driver so you can make par and win. Now, you, he could have got in the creek with a three wood, too. Uh, frankly, if he, if he lost it right. And there right. were Scotty Scheffler, the world's number one player, hit it in the creek on Thursday. Now, granted, Thursday you can't win the tournament. Uh, I understand the, the, the tendency we have to go back after the fact and say, well, I, you know, he, he should have hit three wood. There's no guarantee he doesn't make five if he, makes, if he pulls three wood there too. And by the way, you could have made four out of the creek. Scheffler made an incredible four. The problem, the biggest problem, Stugatz, was the second shot. He was trying to cut it, and it just didn't come back. Now he ends up in the rough, and now you bring a big number into play, and it just sucks, man. I really wished he'd have been in the playoff just because, I, first of all, you add a third dude, who knows what happens? It changes the whole rhythm of it. Um, of course. He would have been an outlier kind of in the group because you got a couple of top 10, 15 type players and this guy who's number 100. Um, but... I don't know, man, like that, that golf's cruel in, in, in the worst possible way at the worst possible time to so many players through the years. And now now the question is, OK, this earns him a lot of spots, right? He'll be in the Masters and he'll be in the big events now. So it, you can't have a more pressure packed moment than that. So now now at least the next time won't be the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Scott, I think that's kind of what I was saying, because golf fans are kind of picky about who wins their majors. Right. So we're kind of picky. So it. it when I say it went from a forgettable to an all-timer, it went from a guy that most people never heard of, most people didn't think was deserving of winning a major, yeah. to a guy that was like, yeah, he's got the shit, he's got that stuff, and now he's got two at the age of 29. No, I totally get that. Yeah. And, and, I mean, look, I've been, you know, for, for, for that golf fan, I'll just put it to you this way, I've been to way more of these than you have. Not yeah. used to, guys, just but you in general. I mean, I've been going All to these of for 20-some-odd years. I've been going to these majors, and I've been at, at the ones where – a player wins that you go, huh, didn't see that coming. It doesn't feel like the biggest story or the coolest story. And in the end, all anyone wanted was a playoff just because it's Sunday afternoon. This is a hard golf course. I just want to see more golf, right? Give me, give me a three. And by the way, 13, 17, 18, what a cool setup. Amazing. A short, a short par five, a drivable par four, and then, a, and then an absolute beast of a, of a, of a par four to finish. Um, I, I think people wanted that. And then I don't know, like, I, I don't understand at the end. I always felt this way covering them. So we get to the end and I, I, I do a highlight and I say, Mito Pereira won. Like, I don't, get, I don't get a bonus if I say Justin Thomas won. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's, not right. better, yeah. it's not a better highlight. <laughs> it, it, I, I think people just like seeing the guys they like win. And frankly, unless you're a Texas Tech fan or, or an Uber Golf Channel watcher, you, you just didn't know a ton about Pereira. But I think you do now, and I think – actually, I know. That dude had the worst moment of his life, and what did he do? He talked to Amanda afterwards, and he smiled, and he was honest, and I thought, good for you, man. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you, you treat success and failure both as imposters, and you take something from the moment, and you stand up, you know, shoulders back, chin up, and say, I made a six. 
And I, I admired that because look, there are a lot of athletes in a lot of sports that if that happened to them at the end of a game or a major would have said, I'll talk to you guys down the road, but not now. I, I thought he handled it with as much class as you could ever hope to ask of an athlete. It's going to be interesting to see how he carries that forward the next time For he sure. gets, if he gets another opportunity. Um, if it's my, the right word. Yes. If, um, and that, and maybe that will haunt him Scott, because you don't know if the ifs going to come right. In, especially in the majors. Um, I thought the, the three hole playoff was fascinating. I love the psychology of sports, especially this sport golf, right? where JT is like, hey, I'm just lucky to be here. I wasn't planning on being here. And Zalatoris is thinking, hey, if I just shot a decent round, I wouldn't be here. I would have won the tournament. And so that's why I kind of felt like JT was going to win that thing as they headed into the the three-hole sudden death. I I think most people, I think, felt that way just because – he, JT's got that gear, you know, he's got that kind of, he's got that cockiness that you don't see a ton of in golf, but Zal Torres got plenty of belief also. So you're yes. right. It was, it was a really fun uh, combination there. Uh, I think both guys, I, I mean, Justin was texting me Friday during the afternoon. Cause if you remember, he played in the midst of the worst possible wind and all of a sudden Friday afternoon, it's dead. And I get it. I look at my phone and he's like, turn the fan back on. What is this? He's, watching, <laughs> he's just furious because he's just played this incredible round of golf. And now these guys are playing in a dome and you watch Zalatoris get to nine under and he, he just had to be furious. And Saturday was the weather was a mess. And apparently uh, Bones, Jimmy McKay, uh, his caddy, who how ironic is this? He used to caddy for Phil, who won last year. Phil's not here this year. Now he's with Justin and they win a, a the, the next PJ kind of wild, but bones is an, he's, he's a bit, bit of a Yoda, you know, the, uh, an emotional Yoda. He just is pushing the buttons and creating belief and not letting Justin sort of talk. Apparently on Saturday night, he's like, you got to stop, you know, being so hard on yourself, man. You, he's, he's a great, great sort of magnifier of belief. And he also knows what to say and when to say it. Cause he's been in the arena so often. I felt like that team together, um, it was so obvious on the back nine Sunday. Um, they just they went in that mode where it's like, look, like fuck it, we're, we can finish second, but we're we're going to go down swinging, right? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna try to make a move, and they post five. I thought they were going to make birdie on eighteen to win it, um, but then Zalatoris Dugats, he's going to look back and think, how many of these putts of this length I that I missed? That 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 sort of. Looks like he's signing his name in cursive, man. I don't know what we're doing with that putter because uh, he hits it so good. Um, and but Scotty hit those two big ones on seventeen and eighteen. I know, right? no crazy. question. That's yeah. the weird thing. He, he's, yes, I said at some point in the broadcast that he's he feels like a a great three point shooter who when he gets in that mid range, you know, when you see a guy like say Steph Curry like shoots from the logo and it's just free and easy, and then when you get to like ten feet, you sort of you sort of aim it or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not shooting it. It's just his putting stroke when it's, when it's close, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know how you fix it. He's, he feels like he's got something that he trusts where he sort of, it's almost like a three piece, take it back. But it, I don't know. I mean, he had to make birdie on 17 and as soon as he missed, you're like, well, that's it, you know? And uh, it's a fun, it's a fun aggregate playoff. But again, it, it was fun here because 13 and 17 are such incredible holes for exactly what that turned into a duel. And, um, you know, again, it would have been awesome if Mito were there, but in the end, I mean, the two guys that play great for, for, for three days um, and then ultimately four, there they are. And I don't know, you, you got a really cool story that frankly, uh, you know, I don't think we were expecting there for most no. of the day on Sunday. No, no one was. Um, Zalatoris, it's interesting, Scott, because you're right about the putting. But if he fixes that, are you with me? It feels like he's going to win a handful of these. Like, he's got the game for it. Yes, but let's let's do this. Let's start with one, all right? <laughs> because yeah. the, the thing about – I got him winning seven. I know. Listen, I don't blame you, but look, I mean, I, I joke with Andy a lot because through the years, Andy North, who, who since for 20 years I've been doing this with him, uh, somebody busts through and they win one. And, and you, you just say, Dustin Johnson, man, when he, when it, when he kicks the door down, he's going to win it. He's going to win a pot full. Okay. Well, Jordan Spieth, same thing. All right. Justin Thomas, same thing. All right. Keep, you know, John Rahm, you know, John Rahm has won. I know. You know, Dustin, Dustin Johnson until the masters in 2020 in the fall, 
one. Justin Thomas till yesterday, one. Like, I try to explain to people, and one major is a lot because it's <laughs> so hard to win them. And now, do I think Wills Alatoris has the stuff to win majors? He's played in eight, and he's finished in five top tens. Yes, he'll absolutely, I think, win a major. But it's hard to do. You know, Morikawa did two very quickly. It's proof it can happen. But it, the, the depth of, of these fields and just how many dudes there are that if you told me on Thursday morning, hey, Justin Thomas is going to win, I'd say, sure, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But keep, keep going down that list. Like, there's, you'd have, now, if you told me Mito Pereira is going to win on Thursday morning, I'd have said, where's the, like, is, where's the nearest bookmaker so we can get down <laughs> on that, right? That would have been a surprise. But the fact that he played himself to that place and wasn't out of place, right? That just should, and he's the hundredth ranked player in the world, Stugat. So, uh, it's it feels deeper than it did, and mostly because for so long Tiger was the guy that you just assumed was going to win, and he won so often that he was the only guy people looked at. So, you know, this is different um, in, in in that way, and it's not better or worse. It's just different, and. Um, it's it's hard to win one, but I think Zalatoris will start with one. But I I do agree with you. Uh, I'll get to Tiger here in just a second. Uh, you're yeah. great on the perspective thing in a way that I'm not, and I'll never be. Okay, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses. Perspective, not one of them. Okay, in terms of strength, uh, give me a little on JT because that's his second PGA, second major, uh, 29 years old. Like, what's the ceiling, Scott? In your mind, what is the ceiling for? for Justin Thomas, because his game is good enough to win any of the four majors on any given year. So Hall of Fame career uh, in, in the making without question already, you know, you got the players, got the, you got two majors and a players, right? I mean, so you, you have great ones. Um, he's already shown, he's, he's shown a competitive uh, appetite and team competitions, which I think, that, that can really help solidify your perception among people, you know, you chugging a beer, whistling straights or whatever, and getting out there in the mix and really wanting to, to strut and, and wave the flag. I think team, I think being a big time team member and a leader, which I think he'll be, uh, is, is a big part of what he'll become. Um, but I do, he said it, he, whether he said it specifically or in, ge- in general, this was a big one, man. Because you start to doubt. It's this game is nuts. Crazy. Like if you're I'm trying to think, if you're Joel Embiid, you know you're great. You know? It's hard mm-hmm. to win. It's yeah. hard to win. And maybe things, maybe it doesn't work in Philadelphia. Maybe the just the process in the end, what did it lead to? It gave us some pieces. It just for whatever reason we couldn't get there. But Embiid's not gonna show up on a February against the Nets and think. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm good. He knows he's great. Right. In golf, you shoot a couple 74s and you just you can't, fin- you can't get in the mix and you start wondering. And this game creates doubt among players who, who have been at a level that just blows my mind. Um, not, look, I sit with David Duvall at the, at the PGA, which is such a treat because I've known him forever. And, you know, David got to number one in the world. Now, he had a bunch of injuries, all right? But he also dealt with doubt. And I remember one time Stu God saying to him, you know, I said, how are we doing? He's like, I, you know, you know, just kind of struggling a little bit. And I said to him, I said, David, you know how many people that play golf know what it feels like to, to, to have doubt or struggles? Every single one. So you know how many know what it feels like to be the number one player in the world? Like <laughs> this many. And right. you're, one, you're one of them. You know, lean into that. Lean into – like you were – that's in you. Um. And I remember because he's an interesting dude. I remember he, yeah. he kind of appreciated that sentiment. But I think, I think for Justin, and I'm not suggesting that he was riddled with doubt. I just know more than anything, he was just pissed off that he wasn't in the mix in these majors. The way he did it, showing that kind of resolve, making up that kind of ground, getting in a playoff, and then hitting, going birdie, and then that shot on 17, like that's that's – that's get, get the Sam Cassell out, right? I mean, that's big, yes. that's, that's big time, big time minerals. Uh, I feel like it was a big one for him because I think it helps. Two's a lot more than one when it comes to a major because now, like, no one's going to look at Quail Hollow and go, 
was that a mistake? No, not that they were, but now it's like, all right, you, you proved yourself in an incredibly tough venue in the best possible way. So what we're talking about is, you know, one of the guys that's on the list and it's, and it's Rory and it's Spieth and it's, you know, Rom and DJ and Morikawa. And, you know, certainly I think Scheffler's got that kind of chance. I mean, but you're talking about a, a guy that's in the mix that, that ought to be considered at every major. Um, even if he goes through another couple of three or four years where he doesn't win one, you'll go, yeah, but remember what he did at Southern Hills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Strange game, Scott, from this standpoint. Yeah. Up until yesterday, he had yeah. one less major than John Daly. who doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> so, like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> frustrating, right? Yeah. No, I hear you, man. JD, JD was in the hard rock pulling the, pulling the handle on the slots about 20 minutes after he finished. He's just – he's one of one, JD is. Of course he was. Uh, what were you thinking when he was minus two through three holes first round? Like, there's no way, right? <laughs> well, no, but see, that's, see, that's him. He, his yes. talent is, is, you know, all, has always been well understood. And his issue, his issue is just he loses interest quickly, you know? I mean, he's still got incredible, for his you know, middle 50s, he can hit it far enough. He's got amazing hands, and he can, he can roll a putt in or two. I mean, but then you get, you know, a couple of, errant shots. You're like, ah, the hell with it. Like, we, let's get to the hard rock and place. Where's the dice? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, were you surprised Tiger didn't finish? No, I'm glad he really? did. I'm glad he didn't. Uh, Why? There's nothing to gain, Stu Gatz, man. I mean, there's nothing to gain at, at, at this point. You're, he, to me, he proved the point Friday. Um, he made double and 11. He needed, he needed to finish well to make the cut. And he did. And he's sweating like, I mean, Moses Malone, Patrick Ewing sweats, okay? And it, right. it was hot, and it's dripping off his hat. And he's 46, and he's got a leg that who knows how bad it is, a fused back, the whole bit. There's no reason for that guy to be grinding that hard. And there he was doing it. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I just appreciate that level of want to still. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, it'd, it'd be like if you were a billionaire and you were still willing to, you know, roll up your sleeves and do the dirty work to make a buck. You don't need it, but it's just how you're wired. And I just, I, I respect that. Now, Saturday, the weather was crap. It was freezing. Everything hurts. He's limping around. You're going to go off, you know, one of the second, first or second groups out in the morning for what, you know, like if you're hurt and you could, if you're injured and you have a chance to make it worse, You've proved your point. You played in two events this year, and you made both cuts. And there's just – he went 78-78 at Augusta. Well, there's no need to go 79-70-whatever at Southern Hills. I think shut it down. And I, I know how much he wants to play St. Andrews because it's his favorite course in the world. It's the 150th Open Championship. And that's July. I mean, if I'm him, not knowing what I don't know about how he feels – I'd wait until then and just go there and play and then play in the father son with Charlie. And we'll see you next April. If you can you just give your body a chance to get better. Cause I, I walked with him on Wednesday in a practice round and I, he feels better than he did at Augusta, but not as good as he needs to be to, to be really truly able to, tr to give him, give it a shot. And it seems to me that like, Okay, you walk a practice round, you walk another. Now, three rounds seems like that's about it. Like, does he have 72 in him at this point? Doesn't seem like it. So I just, I didn't see any point in going out there and putting yourself through it for, for you know, hey, we were on ESPN Plus. We'd have been happy to have him to talk right. about. No, but Scott, I'm with you. I'll take it one step further. I think you should shut it down. Forget about St. Andrew. Shut it down for the, you proved your point. Shut it down for the year. Come back at Augusta next year. And that's, and that's reasonable too. I just don't think there's a, I know how much no shot. Right. No, he loves that. It's his favorite course in the world. And he's won there. He's won there a couple of times. It's really flat. It's, it's a much easier walk than anywhere else. And I mean, what is it? It's may it's almost two months. I mean, if, if you could just give yourself a month and a half to get right, just, I don't know, go and see what happened. I mean, look, he he's, I think, and I mean, people can disagree and that's fine. But I think he's earned the place now where like play when you want for as long as you want. And if you reach a point where you like, I got to tap out, tap out. You're Tiger friggin' Woods. I'm, right. I'm, we're good. You know, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the effort. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. And, and I, 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 it's hard to explain it. 
and you saw maybe to maybe at Augusta. I'm there on Wednesday, and it's hot, and there's tens of thousands of people out there, and I've known them a long time, so I just I can go up in the fairway and say what's up, and I'm not going to be dismissed. And we're walking up the seventh hole, and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, it's there. He's the only one, man. It's there's people are hanging off of like the the um, the tents, the hospitality tents, and they're just they just want to see him swing a club. They just want to yell his name. They just want to take a sh- video or a snapshot. And I mean, I don't know. I've just, I've known him a long time and I've known all these different versions of him and just being reminded what that's like is um, it just, it's been, it's just such my whole career is because I met the guy, right. but I just, I just, I look around and I think I'm just, whenever I'm not doing this, when I do, you know, I'm old, real old and thinking about it, I'll be like, I got to be in the middle of it with that dude. And there's only one of him that makes people react that way. It's nuts. Barkley said, he'd been around two people in his life. The people lost their minds when they saw him, Jordan and Tiger. And they still, still act that way when they see the guy. And, um, you know, at some point the game won't have him. So whatever you got, whatever we get of him in the game, it should be appreciated and savored, really. So it wasn't meeting Rosillo that made you. It was meeting Tiger Woods. That I just mean, <laughs> kind of very, very close. Very right. close. I mean, you know, because Rosillo has an aura about him. You're like, yes, you know, yeah, he does. Him, well, he's mysterious. Yeah. He's mysterious, yeah. that guy. Yeah, he thinks he does. He thinks he has an aura. <laughs> he is mysterious. He's very mysterious. He's mysterious. <laughs> yeah, but what's going on here? Because Billy's upset. Uh, Mikey's upset. We call ourselves the homies. We're big Max Holman fans, but... This Homa is a flirt. I, he flirts with you. He flirts with Rosillo. He flirts with PFT. What is the deal with you and Homa? I mean, we need to get to the bottom of this. Well, I mean, he's first, he, he, do, he does. I think he's just a, he's that guy. I think he's the kind of guy that can be friendly with everybody. I mean, if, if you're mad because you, you feel like he's yours, well, then just, then you need to just let, you need to divorce yourself of that because. <laughs> I mean, he's he he I think he he's a massive sports fan and he's a consumer of content. He loves what you guys do. I think he enjoys Rosillo. He likes what, um, you know, the part of my take guys do. He, when he was here in town, he came and hung out on a Wednesday night and stayed the whole night with me and Stanford Steve just watching games. Jesus. I bought them. I bought the man a pop tart and a Dr. Pepper. And how about this? He went out and won that week. Stu got you ever make him win? I did. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't bought him a pop tart. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So I'm a pop tart and a Dr. Pepper ahead of you guys. I would just, I would make a move. I would, I would do something. If you want to ingratiate yourself further to Max, you better think about what you can buy him to try to buy a piece of his heart. He's such a great dude, though. Yeah. You know what? You know what I admire about him is how honest he's been about the doubt, and the the, like. We talked about doubt with great players. Max was trying to figure out if he could do it and really wasn't sure. And then he had, I don't know, had an epiphany and won at Quail Hollow, good golf course, won at Riviera, great golf course, won at Avenel, a, a hard, hard golf course here. And, you know, I mean, he was in the mix and then played pretty well for, for chunks of time. I think he, you know, he'll, he'll play better in majors over time, but, uh, you're, you're asking about like he does flirt with everybody. He, he is a flirt and we all, yeah, and Billy is outraged about it. I gotta be honest. But, Sorry, Billy. That's it's just like, do you need everyone, Scott? You know, like you already have Tiger. You need more golfers. Like, right. Justin Thomas, we, right? We gave we, we gave our compete. loyalty. We gave our loyalty to Tony Fee now. We named ourselves the Fee Nuts. He loved it. And then we met Max. We said, you know what? We need to go to Max. We're gonna be the homies. And we kind of disavowed Tony Fee now. And now we find out Max just wants to be friends with everybody. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. And I got nothing for you, Bill. Like that, that's that because that's the truth. He's definitely um, a troll. Def- <laughs> but, but, but listen, Billy is right. Technically, I mean, you have a monopoly on all the golfers. Can we just have yeah. Homa? I mean, come on. He's not mine. He's not mine. <laughs> Tiger's not. None of these guys. Look, I just have been out there a long. I've been out there a long time, and, and I'm. I'm. You know, the, the the thing about the sport is that, that truly, there's just a, so many good dudes that you can root for. That's what makes it fun on a Sunday. Is you find that there are all these storylines uh, that you can that you can pull for. I just, 
I feel bad in this conversation for Fina. What did he do wrong? Like he just, he, just, he, he wasn't just competitive enough. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Wow. Well, now we fell in love for Homa. Fina came first and then Homa came into our lives right after Fina. And we decided we liked Homa better. I, I, terrible by us, but whatever. Well, yeah, because, because Homa is flirting with everybody, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah, I, you, we could have had Fina all to ourselves. Yeah. I you mean, guys could I, be you know, a very, yeah. very meaning, meaningful relationship, but you guys are out there flirting with Billy called Max a troll. <laughs> That's 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 a tough one. He does have he does have lots of friends in media. That's for sure. But it's smart. But, it's it's clever. That way you got all your precincts covered. Everybody's everybody's waving the home of flag, right? You're right. Yeah, the homies. Uh, Mikey, yeah, you got something here? Uh, listen, I'm just listening to Scott talk, and I hear Jolene in the background. I'm going, please don't. Like, we can compete with PFT. We can compete with Ryan Rosillo. We can't compete with Scott Van Pelt. Don't don't right. take this one from us. You're right. Come You're on. Right. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. I'm, I'm only out there. I'm, I'm done. I won't. I won't That's what they there. all say, Scott. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to take Max from you guys. He's, uh, he's, he's all, he's all yours. Uh, Billy, why don't you pitch to me your idea of Tiger on a golf cart? Because I agree with you. Uh, Billy thinks Tiger, Billy, we talked about this last week. Did we not? Tiger deserves to be riding around on a golf cart because the PGA tour needs Tiger. Yeah, no matter what course, Tiger should get a golf cart. It doesn't matter. Everyone else can walk. Tiger needs to be able to drive around just to keep him healthy and have him in these competitions as long as possible. Yeah. No argument. And and it's – I mean, I would say that I'm with you, but keep in mind that a, a, that a man named Casey Martin who had a, a, a medical condition, which in the end led to him having to have his leg amputated, also a Stanford player, uh, the mm-hmm. PGA Tour said, sorry – no cart. And this guy had a, you know, had had an issue now is, was Casey Martin, Tiger Woods? No, only, there's only one Tiger. I I, I, actually really needed it. That was your point. Yes. Yes. Because, and, and they, they went to the Supreme court over this. So that gives you an idea of their, of their, you know, their position on such matters. But I think that I'm a big common sense guy, fellas, just in life, apply common sense. Does, is Tiger Woods good for for? Does, is he the tide that lifts all boats? Yes. Is, is does would he benefit if he could ride around in a golf cart because his leg is compromised? Yes. Give him a cart. Next question. Next order of business. Right. Well, <laughs> yes. Who's right. pissed? Who's pissed off at this now? If he finds himself in the last group, because now he's able to do that. Now, see, all of a sudden, that then, then the conversation changes because right. that, that, all of a sudden now somebody's like, look at like, look at this son of a bitch in the cart, you know. <laughs> you know? I'll, I'll tell you who's pissed off. By the way, Casey Morton's pissed off. <laughs> well, and rightfully so. Rightfully yes. so. I, yeah. I, but but listen, I, that's I don't know if that conversation's been had by anybody, and, and maybe maybe not. But again, if we just simply apply common sense to who's hurt by helping the guy who's helped the tour more than anybody in the modern era. If he, if he has a card, who who's hurt, I have no answer I, to me. You, I say, you, I say no one, but I'm with you. But Scott, you're right about the final round. Like all of a sudden it's him and JT <laughs> final round. And they're like, Hey, get the fuck out of the court, you know? So maybe he gets to use it right up until the final round. Okay? Right. Until such point, <laughs> until such point that like his best buddy, Jason, Justin Thomas says, Hey, hey old man, hey geezer. <laughs> Hey, Gimp, get out of the get out Let's of the car. Let's go walking today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> today, today we're not riding, old man. Um, by the way, I, I like you play. What, do you do you ever walk when you play? I walked whistling straights because I wanted to. I walked uh, Pinehurst number two because I wanted to. I don't think you have the option at Pinehurst two. Um, but for the most part, I'm taking a car. Yes. My my dear friend Andy North uh, brought a couple brought, brought a group from Wisconsin into DC the week before um, the PGA, and mm-hmm. we played back to back days, and we walked both days. And I want you to understand that my whole body hurt after walking. <laughs> my feet. I mean, it's not. It ain't funny. And now part of it is: am I an, am I older than I used to be? Yeah, but even like it's it's hard hard it stuff hurts if yes. you walk at most everybody that plays rides and i would prefer that but i mean these courses are sort of odd so you're, you're kind of meant to walk well all right we'll walk and we did 
but it sucks. Everything hurts I know. When, when you walk. I, I know how much you play. I just was curious if you were a ride or a walk guy. How do you feel about the tricked out car with speakers, with music blaring, with a Jets logo on it? How do you feel about all that? I'm, I'm fine with that if that's the vibe of the club. Right. Um, there, there are certain courses. Um, uh, a, a, a friend of mine's got a place down in Cabo called El Dorado, which is I've never been. All I hear is it's just supposed to be trim, just in, an incredible vibe, an incredible course. And it's about having a great time and people ride around and there's music and whatever else. I'm, I'm all for that. Now, if you're in a buttoned up proper sort of country club setting, um, I, you know, and you, and you roll up and, right. you, and, and you've got, you know, <laughs> welcome to the jungle or something, you know, that's probably not working for anybody. I, I, but I, I mean, I think that's probably, uh, yes, that's I, fair. Maybe, yeah. I mean, but, but I'm, I'm for it. I mean, it, I, it helps. It eases. It eases the stress for me if we're not, you know, uber uh, competitive and intense, and, and it's silent, you know, because we're not going to shoot uh, sixty-eight anyway. So let's just have some fun and and, and enjoy ourselves. But again, it's you got to read the room, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I have a problem reading the room sometimes. So I just, I just kind of, I'm like daily. I just got to roll up there and well, then, you know, whatever happens. Be, right. You, you're Stu Gatch. You do your thing, and everybody's going to follow your lead. You be the exactly. leader. Uh, two quick ones. One tiger, one film. We'll get you out of here. Uh, okay. Do you worry at all because you know him so well? Do you worry at all about Tiger Woods not having competitive golf in his life at some point? A little. I mean, I look at a guy like Jordan who famously woke up looking for a fight. Um, and I think when you don't have the, the arena, what do you do? Uh, I know how much he loves watching his kids compete in sports. And um, I mean, literally the, the conversation when we were walking together immediately was about, his, you know, Charlie playing at Augusta and him telling me about, you know, how dialed in he was. And I just thought, where, you know, where do you get that from? Right. And, and I don't think, I don't think it's as bad as Jordan, but I just think for the very few, the Brady uh, tiger Jordan level, um, how do you, what do you replace that with? And are, are, is it satisfying? Uh, so I, but I, it, it feels to me, Stu Gatz, like if, if you just say at this point, all right, look, I'm playing majors and that's it. That, that's enough because it's real. Those are difficult. Um, you know, you could feed your appetite pretty well with those. And, you know, if he's able to play well enough to, to maybe, give himself another look. It's maybe again, that, that that's, that's probably enough. Like, I don't think he's going to miss going to Bay Hill all due respect. Right. To, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, I don't mm -hmm. think he needs that, but mm -hmm. I think knowing that from April until July, all right, I'm going to have four shots at this. All right, let's do that. We'll play with, I'll play the father's son in, in, in November and I'll, I'll try to ramp up for those. I mean, you, you probably only have a couple, you know, how many more do you have? It's, it's a handful at most. Um, if we're being honest. So I, I think he can transition. And I, I, he's already shown that he's got a different uh, mentality than he used to have where he's listening to his body. Cause he has to, there's, he has no choice. Um, I, I think there's a stubbornness in the past where he's like, all right, I don't care if I'm first off. Uh, I'm, I'm playing. I'm going to, I'll drag myself to the finish line. He, I think he recognizes now there's, there's, there's no win in that. So, uh, I think he'll be okay because I think I think the four is enough. But then if you're asking after that, you know, I don't know. Then he probably just maybe maybe Charlie is good enough to follow around and he could be the guy that he can he can watch him. I guess uh, nothing better than watching your kid do it. I can tell you that. I play the cross now. I'm watching my kid play the cross. How good? How good, and, are, how good are the Terps? That's all. I mean, you're just one one. I mean, how good? So how for, good? So, so for me, it's Carolina on the women's side. It's Carolina's yep. to lose, right? They're the best team in the country. I know you have Boston College this weekend. Your men made it too. They're the best yep. team in the country, by the way. Yep. I think they'll win yep. the whole thing. Uh, but on the women's side, so you have you have BC. You have the best player in the country, Charlotte North, who's on BC. Uh, but I think Maryland is the only team, and I'm including Northwestern in this, and my daughter's going there next year, so I should watch what I'm saying. But I think <laughs> the only team that's got a shot at beating Carolina is Maryland. And so I think it will be Maryland-Carolina in the finals, and I think Maryland's got a shot. They're really good, Scott. Agreed. I mean, the, the, it, this is this is so – it's this is such a small little room we're talking to, the lax community, but they know your care. passion for it. Yes. Nor do I. 
Nor do I. <laughs> in our little corner of the world, lacrosse is a big deal. We're proud both the men and the women made the Final Four. Men are massive favorites. Women, I do think, are underdogs because Carolina is so good. But uh, I don't know. It's always fun. The Memorial Day weekend uh, in our part of the world, it's a big deal. And uh, they got shots. Yep. Uh, you get to check it out when my daughter makes it next year. I mean, me and you kind of hang out, Let's, watch the game together. Yeah. I, hey, listen, I, I missed you at Augusta, but I knew that, that I didn't need to get, I didn't even, all no, you needed, all you needed to do is float around that place. I wasn't going to elevate that at all, but that's, that's, I just, I love your passion for that sport. And I think it's tremendous. Your girl's going to be in Chicago, Evanston, I should say. You gave me the best advice at Augusta. You said, just wait for it. And you're right. I stopped bothering you. I realized you were busy. I stopped being maximum Stugatz and I just let it settle in. And I sat there. I waited for it. I waited for it. I waited for it. And then I texted you. I waited for it. And now I know exactly what it is you're talking about. I am not additive there. There's nothing about seeing me there that was going to make anything about it better. All you need to do is be there. And, uh, right. and, and you, you know, now you, now, you know, you've seen, I was just trying to impress dad. That's all I was trying to impress dad. That's VP. I bet he, on the yeah, set, you know? he's probably, he's probably, <laughs> he, he wasn't impressed. He's probably impressed. Uh, he was, he, he was impressed. He was impressed. Yes. There but next go. year he said, we're going again. And he demands that he sees you. Okay. That's it. Fine. So, we'll make a like, time. Right. You come by the Butler cabin. We'll walk in, snap some shots and off you go. Perfect. Uh, last thing on the way. Thank you for that. I don't think I'm, I'm going to forget it because I'm not. I, uh, Bill I know Martin. you're like a, you're like a pit bull on a bone. I know, I know this about you. <laughs> uh, when do you think we see Phil next? If we see Phil next. I assume it'll be one of these live events. I assume um, one Please, of these, man. I guess. I mean, I, I, I thought, I, I thought maybe, you know, I mean, you're the reigning champ in the PGA. I mean, it's your, it's, the, it's your greatest moment in the game. Um, should have been a victory lap, but I mean, I don't know. You can't, at this point, it's a statement's a statement and, and people just want to ask questions about sort of, Hey, when you said this, what'd you mean? Or, you know, where do you stand on? And I don't know, man, I, if there's not going to be any pressure at, at one of those events where it's going to be, not, I don't say hostile or confrontational, but because I, I don't think that that's the, 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 nobody should be hostile towards the guy. I think you should just give him a chance to say, hey, like, what, is there a way back to the tour or is this sort of just have you napalmed that bridge? You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I assume it'll be one of those events. And, and by the way, Stugatz, he's not going to be the only dude playing in them. There'll be a bunch of, I assume there'll be a bunch of names that we're very familiar with. And yep. um, I mean, when, when the tour was in our neighborhood, there was that, there was that uh, interaction between Sergio and the rules official where he's like, I can't wait to, to not see you again. It won't be long. I mean, it's like, okay, so we can, so he's on the list. I think we all kind of assume he might play there, but then I guess, does that just mean that's it? Because the PGA tour is taking this, you can't do that stance. Um, which is an interesting one because, I mean, they're independent contractors. It's not like you play for a team. You play for yourself. So, I don't know. The whole thing's a mess. But Phil is the only one of all that, that enjoys the kind of relationship that he's enjoyed with the fans. I mean, he's one of the people's all-time favorites. And, um, and now, you know, his, his appetite for that presser environment apparently is nil. And I just, I just don't know. Um, I mean – you talk, Nance, Jim Nance beforehand was talking about how, you know, we're a forgiving society. Well, sure, we forgive lots of stuff. And I mean, I'm not forgiving anything or, or saying he's not supposed to be able to do anything ever again. I mean, I, I, I just think people want to ask him about where he is sort of right. stuff. And, and how'd you arrive at this? And, uh, and now what? But, you know, he, not showing up in Tulsa was like, damn, man. That's Crazy, man. Because well, who loves a victory lap more than Phil? I mean, nobody, right? And and hey, man, that's the all timer. I mean, you yes. you th that win is your greatest accomplishment, and this is your chance to have a week long victory lap. But I mean, it, it was going to come with the cost and the tax on that victory lap was you're probably going to need to come to the media center, and that's going to be packed and it's going to be uncomfortable. And um, I don't know, man. The whole thing is just odd to me. Like Augusta was one thing. So Phil, Phil, Phil's a multiple champion at Augusta too, but we found out right before the Tiger was playing, and so almost nothing else mattered. Um, but his absence at the PGA was just so glaring because he won last year, mm -hmm. and now, like, is it is he just done? I don't, I don't know. It's the whole thing. Maybe he Scott, I would say maybe he addresses it before the U.S. Open because we know how much that thing means to him. Not winning it, how much that means to him, and wanting sure. to get one. You know, yes, that, I mean, yeah, but I mean, again, it's 
it's is 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 the conversation and the Q and A that untenable in his mind that he's just like I, I I'm not willing to do it right. for for the carrot of being able to compete for that one last thing I need in the sport to complete the slam, which is the U.S. Open, which as we know he's come so close to, and you know. Could he win it at this age? You could say no, but no one thought he was winning a kill last year either. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. It was it was odd. Um, the, the week in a lot of ways, it, it had a lot of odd to it. But I mean, in the end, I guess you know, major championship golf can give you the moment like it did in uh, in the end with Thomas hitting that shot on seventeen, and and what a story it is to uh, for the for the second one of the year. Uh, check him out on SportsCenter. He always makes time for me, for Levitar, for the entire show. Our fans uh, love Scott Van Pelt. We love Scott Van Pelt. We're going to have you on. Me, you, Rosillo, PFT, Billy, Mikey A, and Homer. We're going to fight to the death for Homer, okay? That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to step back and wait. Because <laughs> you know you have them. That's the problem, right? <laughs> Pop-Tart, Dr. Pepper, win. That's... You're an asshole, but I love you. <laughs> I, I, guilty as charged. Great to be with you, boys. Tell Dan I said Thank that. you, man. Thank you for always making the time, buddy. We appreciate it. You're the best, fellas. Thanks again to SVP. Always love talking some golf and lacrosse. How about that with SVP? And I just want to clear something up because my daughter is attending Northwestern next year. And what I was doing there with the Carolina Northwestern semifinal uh, coming up this weekend in the women's lacrosse tournament is what I was doing because I know that there are some people affiliated with the Carolina program that listen to this podcast. I was building up their confidence. They played earlier this season. Carolina beat them, beat them pretty good. Okay. And... I'm telling you right now, Northwestern has them right where they want them, all right? I have Northwestern actually winning the game uh, by three goals, spring the upset. How about that? So what I was doing there was I want Carolina to be at, because it's their tournament to lose, okay? They've been the best team in the country the entire season. I want them at max confidence levels, okay, going into that game thinking that they're going to win every game by 15 goals and then Northwestern's going to do what they do because they have the greatest coach to ever coach in the sport and I'm not saying that because my daughter's going that uh, going there next year I'm saying that because it's true okay uh, uh, trust me on that all right uh, they spring the upset okay you heard it here just making sure we're on the same page Northwestern by three Duke out here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.